Welcome to Rooted and Robust Podcast. Hello everyone, this is Rooted and Robust Podcast. My name is Ozioma Anyoji and we are back with season three of this show. And I'm so excited because I have a guest on the show. <laughs> it's actually very interesting that last season I wanted to have this guest on this show. I don't know what even happened. I don't know. I can't even remember. But I'm glad finally it's happening. So here we go. I have Uke Junior on the show. I don't know. I call him Uke. I so I call him Uke. I call him Let's play it things. <laughs> I've been murdering his name anyhow, but today he's going to tell me how to pronounce his name correctly. And of course, we're going to have an interesting conversation today because today we want to talk about how to expand your dream, your business, your whatever abroad, how to take it from, you know, local to international and how to do all those amazing things you've always wanted to do with your business. That is what we'll be talking about today. And I am so excited that this is what is starting this season. Because this is it, we are going global. <laughs> so welcome on the show. Okay, thank you so much for joining me. Thank you so much for finally joining me on this show. <laughs> welcome. Yes, thank you so much. I mean, I really appreciate you. Thank uh, you. We have finally made it happen. Uh, and we, we are did. here hmm. more than ready to <laughs> finally <laughs> we are finally here welcome on the show so let, let's start from yeah. pronouncing your name correctly so yeah. I, I i stop murdering it so okay. that's not nice so please how do, <laughs> how do i pronounce your name well let's start from there okay so it, <laughs> it's pretty simple actually so it's okay right okay, okay and then oh. that's it. yep okay so it's up not down. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Welcome on the show, really. I'm so excited to have you today. I'm Thank so you. super excited. And Thank I'm really excited, you. you know, about the topic that we're going to discuss today, right? So, yeah. first yeah. of all, hmm, you are one guy that everyone raves about, like, you know, the amazing stuff they are doing. So, please, you. Let us in on this guy here. <laughs> so, let's get to meet you properly. So let's meet the amazing guy. Hmm. Awesome. <laughs> okay. My pleasure. Happy to, to share. Thank you so much for having me. So my name is Junior. And um, like you said, you know, a lot of people know me in different dimensions. And I have evolved over time. Of course, revealing different dimensions of who I am, yeah. and you know how much more there is to me. Um, as of today, I find my leaning towards being, you know, a product creator, right? Being someone who is interested in solving problems or creating solutions, right? Yeah. For the world, and that has led me to. Um, have to create two major solutions to today that um, people in emerging markets and emerging economies, you know, currently use to transform the way that they do things. Mm -hmm. So I'll give you an example, right? Um, 
one of such solutions is a company that helps business people to take whatever business that they have now, whatever venture that they have right now mm-hmm. in a country such as, say, Nigeria, and be able to register that business in a global economy like the USA mm-hmm. and also transact like a U.S. business with a fully functional bank account, fully functional payment processor, and all of the amazing stuff that comes with it, wow. right? So that is who I currently am leaning towards. So someone who just sees and identifies a challenge and tries to come up with a solution for it. And I am more than happy that right now, you know, some of the people who, I'm, who I have been creating things for Mm-hmm. You know, have to be entrepreneurs, happen to be business owners, happen to be creatives, happen to be digital workers, happen to be freelancers, happen to be people, you know, of that kind or that walk of life. And so that is where we are at at the moment, you know. And you, the truth is, you never really know what tomorrow Next. brings, mm-hmm. you know, brings at you, right? Uh, who knows? I just might be interested in. <laughs> creating solutions for uh, people who are in media, people who are in medicine. And, but the bottom line of the North Star really is about creating solutions. Yeah. So figuring out a challenge and building something for it. That's wow. where we're at. Wow. Wow. And I love the fact that you're open to growth. Like, we don't know what tomorrow holds. So today, <laughs> this is where we are. Tomorrow, we are open. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you we know. are open. <laughs> Absolutely. Wow. Awesome, awesome. Today, we want to look at expanding your business abroad. This is one issue yeah. that most people find themselves. Hot topic. Yeah, very hot. <laughs> very hot topic. <laughs> because sincerely, everyone wants to expand. People want to scale. But no, they really don't know how. For some, they don't know how. For some, they don't even know why. And for some, they're just confused, bouncing between, should I, should I not, you know? So I'm hoping that at the end of today, we'll be able to answer all of these questions lingering in people's hearts, you know? For some people that want to know how, um, and they'll get answers to that. For people that are asking, is it really needful? Should I do that? They will also get answers to that, hopefully. So we want to look at all of that today. And my pilot, over to you. <laughs> it's over to you. How do we expand our business <laughs> abroad, really? Okay. So I think um, I will take it from the part where you said some people are looking to know why yeah. they should consider mm-hmm. it. You know, and while others... Uh, in how they can and do make it get it done right um for those who are still on the fence so you're still thinking why yeah ask yourself this question why do you have certain brands and certain companies that you know do not have nigerian roots or african roots or roots founding roots in your country mm-hmm but somehow are able to sell products and services to you. i give you a good example. Uh, the company Coca-Cola, mm-hmm. right? The com- uh, fast food, so many fast food brands and so many FMCG brands, right? 
we're not exactly founded in the countries that they operate today True. or the regions that they operate in today but they expanded into those regions right so you are never wrong for trying to capture value from as many economies as possible heck if you can be in 300 countries <laughs> if there even 300 countries in the world Go ahead. please be right capture <laughs> yeah. value from everywhere the whole goal, the whole point of it is being able to capture value in as many locations as possible. That is true borderlessness. That is really being borderless, right? Yeah. Being able to capture value wherever in the world that you deem fit mm-hmm. to capture that value. If you have a product or a service that you think the Chinese should buy from you, then of course expand to China. If you have a product or service that you believe somebody in the UK would pay for, of course, expand into that region, sell into that region. Mm -hmm. Sometimes I I love to see it as selling into a region and not exactly expanding into that region. I mean, it's it's one and the same, but sometimes for communication purposes, Mm -hmm. I would say how you can sell into that region because when entrepreneurs hear the word sell they're like oh, okay cool yeah New, you know sales how can sell more right <laughs> exactly there's money involved right so i'll say how do you sell into the us how do you sell into the uk mm-hmm. and they're interested but yeah the bottom line is being able to capture value from as many locations as possible right and uh, there is no shortage okay there is no shortage as as much opportunity is out there you are more than welcome to go grab it, right? So that's about the why, really. And and again, if you are in an emerging or currently operating in an emerging economy, such as Nigeria's, um, the truth is, you really don't even have the luxury to ask that question, why? It is important for you, yeah. right? It is something that you should 1,000% consider mm-hmm. in order to boost the value of your business. That's just it. Okay, so if you're still on the fence, like I said, consider the ability to be to capture value from as many places as possible. Yeah. Right. And and of course, as a business owner, as an entrepreneur, as a creative, you want the you want reach, you want the world to feel you, you want the world to have a piece of what you are doing, and this is one of the, this is this is the way, you know, to go about it. So yeah, that's what I would say. When it comes to the how. Mm-hmm. Now that's the big picture, right? Because there's like many ways you can you can get it done, right? Um, it, it just doesn't. I mean, there's several tools today that have simplified the process. Trust me, this would have been ridiculously harder mm-hmm. five years ago, ten years ago, right? But as years have gone by and has and as things have evolved, there's been more simplicity. There's been more. Um, there's been more of a straightforward path to getting this done, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So when it comes to expanding your business abroad, wherever you are in the world, right? One of the most important things or first steps that you want to take is to identify your market opportunity. Mm-hmm. So where do you think you can capture value in your current work? So ask yourself, oh, if you expand into, say, the U.S., for instance, mm-hmm. would people in the U.S. be able to 
would they need what i'm selling do they want what i'm selling are they asking for is there a demand for what i'm selling right and would they purchase so you know it's not enough to expand and start mm-hmm. a business there you also want to be able to get business done you want, done. You want to be able to transact True. right so you want to ask yourself that question of okay are there people currently in the u.s who pay for a similar service that i'm offering right who pay for a similar product that i'm selling so if the answer is yes then you should consider it yeah right so identifying market, market opportunity is really big but i'll add a caveat to that being in the u.s when like you register your business in the u.s and expand to that market it doesn't mean that you can't sell to people in the uk or people in the european region or people in uh, south the southern american region latin america it, it doesn't mean that um but what it means is that you're leading to more towards a particular region to gain some specific advantage okay. right that okay. is basically what you're doing mm-hmm. um then the next thing after identifying a market opportunity would be to begin your setup proper right okay. so you want to begin your setup proper and typically what that would involve is you preparing your documentation and now enough the documentation to get started or expand your business into economies like the US or the UK isn't really that hectic actually wow you know it would interest you to know that today you can receive your US incorporation certificate in as little as one business day if wow. you register right now. wow yes from anywhere in the world actually from anywhere in the world you do not have to fly to the US travel you do not have to do that some mm. some states in the US you can receive your certification the second your application is 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 completed wow yeah it's that interesting all right so the setup proper is, is the second step and that has to do with you identifying um which you know sub region within a particular country you want to get set up in, in the okay. us for instance you you want to pick a state to get registered in uh, a typical state that you might want to consider uh delaware uh, wyoming colorado um new york washington connecticut and a couple of other ones. Mm-hmm. In the UK for instance, the United Kingdom, a lot of people choose um England, Wales, right? Mm-hmm. And Northern Ireland. But this this is some examples, right? So you can set up in these regions in as little as one business day um and get your incorporation certificate. Another key setup component is to think about the structure of your business. Mm-hmm. So typically or most people would want to set up as a private company, private entity. So they really do, really don't have plans of becoming a public company or raising venture capital and things of that nature. Yeah. So if that is you, you most likely be setting up a limited company. Okay. In the in the US that is called an LLC, which is limited liability company. In the US it's called an LLC, right? So double LLC. And then if you're someone who's looking more towards uh raising venture capital, becoming a public company and things of that nature, then you want to consider setting up a closed corporation. 
it's called a closed corporation okay. otherwise known as a c corp right otherwise known as a c corp so a c corp yeah it can be created you do you do not have to be a citizen or a resident of the u.s to set up an llc or a c corp you can do it from anywhere in the world even if you're a non-resident right so a c corp is something that you can consider setting up if you're looking towards uh venture capital and looking towards um uh, uh investing right and, and all of that once you pick that structure then the, the next thing is to turn in your documents and honestly not much is actually required technical okay. information such as the company name your company website uh, social media handles um uh, company structure who owns what who doesn't own what right uh, email address phone numbers local address and that's it right that is literally it you are also not required to register whatever business that you want to expand in your local you, nobody's going to ask you for your local uh, business registration certificate because they absolutely don't care that's the bottom line right <laughs> your business registration in your country has no bearing whatsoever okay. with business registrations in countries like the USA, UK, UAE and the likes. They have absolutely no bearing. Mm. Right? So nobody's going to say, "Oh, um hey, where's your certificate of business registration in your own local country mm-hmm. or, in, or, or in your country of residence?" No one's going to ask you that. Right? Um then you also want to consider some personal information to which will be required of you. Your name, of course, as the founder or founders, as many yeah. founders as possible, right? So you can have, so you can create companies with just you as the only shareholder or the only only director. You can create companies with multiple owners and multiple directors. It's all left to you, right? You have the power to make that decision. Okay, then also uh, you want to consider your bank account setup, which is an, which is another part of the whole setup process right so after you get incorporated uh, you want to set up banking but before you can set up bank accounts usually in this economies taxation is a, a, a big thing is an actual thing so yeah. you want to be tax registered first before you're able to set up bank accounts so being tax registered simply means that they'll give you an id number mm-hmm. right which you would apply for and it will take, take a little bit of time to process and they will send it to you. So you will get a tax identification number. In the in the USA, for, for your business, that is simply your EIN. Okay. Which uh, means employer identification number. That is what the EIN means. So you'll be given that. That gives you the ability or empowers you to be able to create a bank account in that region, right? So setting up your bank accounts um, typically all the information that you would need you already have and coupled with your incorporation certificate and EIN number you 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 have all of the information right it's also very basic information nobody's asking you for lengthy uh stuff there's too much protocol and again you can open these bank accounts online mm. so they have online banking portals that where you set up uh, active bank accounts with all of the benefits of of uh, owning one as a local right you are able to uh, accept checks with some of them you're able to send wires locally and internationally you're able to receive money send money with drop like you you also get debit cards mm. um, debit cards both physical and virtual 
um, and some even also give the ability to have a line of credit after some time. So it's it's really really amazing. All these things are possible whether or not you have traveled to the USA before or live in the USA, resident of the US, the citizen, whatever it is. Okay, so bank accounts very important. Uh, after that, you might you should consider. Um, how then you accept payments, which is your payment processing setup. Okay. Um, also, being being a business in this economy, in this country, is right, gives you the ability as well to set up a payment processor. Uh, the popular one that you can get set up with after incorporating a company in the US or UK is Stripe. And Stripe is a big player in the global payment space. And you can get a Stripe account completely verified using your foreign company wow. right which is really really amazing yes it is it is all very possible right so just to recap a little bit again the first step is identifying market opportunity what region you know immediately has your market mm-hmm. go set up there and you can do it virtually you don't have to travel right next thing is the actual setup process incorporating getting your certificates getting tax registered setting up bank accounts, setting up payment processors, right? Once you have done that setup, the next part is then market penetration. So how do you start proper business, right? In those places, how then do you take payments? Do you win new business, right? And you can do that through a number of ways, a number of ways, right? You can start by making sure that your pricing is translated so what translation means is hey whatever i'm selling in say naira for instance Mm -hmm. i should have a dollar equivalent pricing for that so that if my customer in the u.s wants to um, hire my service or buy my product then they they don't have to do any mental math of oh okay how much would this be in my currency and they already have price translated and now with your foreign payment processor they're able to take that payment seamlessly without them having to go through tons of field payments experiences and back and forth with you giving you a lot of stress mm-hmm. and headache right you can simply just have it on your website and make a sale right so um another way would be to consider advertising okay. right creating separate advertising campaigns to a new audience and this new audience being the this new region you've just expanded your business into mm-hmm. right because it is not enough to incorporate your companies there uh, that wouldn't do the marketing for you right if you, if you must make sales then you must market your products so making sure that you have certain specific advertising um going out towards this new region is also a channel that you can use to penetrate that market right um another way to would be to getting getting in being a part of the communities around your industry in those regions mm-hmm. and you can be a part of virtual communities you know that that operate that have a lot of conversations driven from whether it's the us or it's the uk that you're a part of it is very very possible to to do this right so that is like a three-part strategy that i would use today to expand into any market and again you know, it's not talk, talked about enough. The trust and the prestige that this gives you is, trust me, is unprecedented. Mm-hmm. A lot of people that I've seen firsthand 
were struggling to maybe make purchases or close a deal with a supplier, a vendor, you know, who was who was in the region like the US or the UK. But the second that they incorporated, right, they were able to close more business with these foreign partners and all of mm-hmm. that simply because now they were perceived in a different way. Mm-hmm. They were perceived as 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 a multinational brand and not just a local brand mm-hmm. right they were perceived like okay we can do business with this person right if uh, this person is, is is like one of us they also own a limited liability company they have mm-hmm. an llc here in the us right so it gives you an added layer of trust right for people to do business with you globally and access to more opportunities okay access to now you can apply for opportunities both as a, as an african company and as a us yes. company yeah or uk company as the case may be right so it expands your horizon of opportunities right from where you are right and and i think that it is important that this is people consider this right because you might never know where the the opportunity lies and how well you can spin this True. but it is always a good option right? like i said the entire goal is being able to capture value from as many economies as possible. Yeah. Right? So you keep expanding, right? But and, and these taxes are tried and true, right? So starting in and the truth is starting in one uh, economy, expanding gives you the leverage to also going to another and another and another, right? So you keep planting your feet in different places and extracting yeah. value from there. Mm-hmm. Because your counterparts abroad are doing the same. True. So that so so that should tell you that if they see value in your economy and, and set up here and sell things to you, you should also see value in their economy, set up there and capture and sell value to them. True. <laughs> True. Right. True. Exactly. Right. So it, it 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 should it should work both ways. You shouldn't be restricted from being yeah. able to do you know the things they have been doing for decades and 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 God knows how long. Right. So. Yeah, that is that is exactly the abridged formula that anybody can <laughs> use to expand the business into a particular region. So, uh, market research, so identify your market opportunities, then go do your setup and then begin market penetration, right? So, con- for market penetration, which is like the biggest step, consider doing advertising, be part of communities, um also a translation of pricing be sure you be sure you have your prices translated i'm sure many people have seen um there, there should be websites that you've visited and then they say hey can we translate this to a different language for you yeah right and that's an example of of a global brand right mm-hmm. they know that they're expecting people from different, different. regions of the world yeah it. so they're already prepared uh, you know prepared in language and all of that so that it, it's easy for you to access you know what they have on offer Right, so that is something too that, that people should, uh, I think, entrepreneurs should consider heavily. And um, yeah, so that's what I would say, you know, in regards to how somebody can, you know, really expand their business into a different region. Mm. Wow, <laughs> I'm already thinking of expanding. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. Wow. I, I, I'm, I'm sure someone may be wondering what would it really cost to do all these things it's, yeah. it's really not in the grammar you know but like what would it really cost to you know get all this done because 
it's really not free. I'm sure of that it's not free. So quickly, what will it cost to set up and expand, at least in the US, like you mentioned, or probably in the UK? What would that cost be? Okay, yes. Uh, I will agree with you. It is obviously it's not free. Um, it is an investment. And typically, you should be looking to invest at least around $400 okay. to get it all done, right? So your budget should typically be around $400. Depending on what currency you use, you can translate the pricing. But the industry standard is, is usually around $400, um, that $400 range to about $700, right? Um, depending on the um, company or partner that you work with. But that's a fair budget, to, uh, excuse me, to keep in mind. Oh, okay. So um, that's awesome. We are going to talk about something that is not exactly expanding your business into other regions, yep. but something that it's very important because this is actually what people go through. And that is how do I get payments from outside of my country, especially if you're in Nigeria? How do I? And I know you have a company that, you know, helps people deal with this issue. And how seamless is that process? Is it a difficult thing to do? Is it easy? Whatever it is, let's hear you. Okay. Okay. Good. I mean, I would, I would totally agree, right? Uh, payments is a major, it's, it's a big challenge, right? It's, it's very cross-border payments when it comes to international payments, Yeah. right? Into Africa, for instance, of course, I 100% agree. It, it, it can be a challenge. However, you know, we have been able to scale that, friends, um for for more than a year now right and but i'll give you an overview of how international payments today would work best mm -hmm. into africa so there's different channels right there's different channels today you have um people have experimented a whole lot with things like uh cryptocurrencies um domiciliary account transfers yeah and a whole lot more right However, if you wanted to receive a payment, the fastest way remains today to receive a payment into Africa today would be to use, and now I'm speaking in the context of uh, a business person, right? Yeah. Would be to have your customer or your client abroad make a payment to you through your payment processor using their debit card or their credit card. Mm -hmm. So here's an, here's an example. Let's assume that you had set up your foreign company and you have a Stripe account, mm -hmm. right? You can connect that Stripe account to your website or to your sales page or something. And then this client or customer can make a payment to you and Stripe processes that payment instantly. Now, once Stripe processes that payment, they would settle those funds mm -hmm. into your US bank account. All right. And then from your U.S. bank account, you can just simply send a wire mm -hmm. to your local domiciliary accounts really seamlessly, really seamlessly. Right? It is very, very easy to do. And typically your local dom accounts would receive that money within 48 hours. That's usually, usually the timeline mm -hmm. to look at. Right. So that's one way to do it. Okay. Um, the other way to accept that payment would be to get the customer or the client to simply send you a 
an international bank transfer by the SWIFT network. Mm. However, a lot of clients abroad tend to shy away from using that method because it can be a bit complicated for them, stressful and all sorts. But one of the simplest remains to have a payments processor that is global in nature, such as Stripe, mm-hmm. all right, which of course you can set up for free once you have set up a US company or a UK company, right? And then you can simply have your clients or customers abroad pay you using their debit cards. I mean, they, they also can pay using um, digital wallets like Apple Pay and Google Pay really seamlessly. One tap and boom, they have made a payment to you. Once that payment is made to you, you can just send it to like a virtual dollar account and liquidate it, or you can send that to your local domiciliary account here in Nigeria and um, also withdraw the USD and probably be able to exchange it maybe at the bank or at other uh, um, providers, basically, you know. So that's that's a way that you can be able to do that, you know, aside all the other options that exist. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes, I, I think I should add that um, if you if you are just looking towards uh, the payments front, right? You can. There are also companies that help you do this, where you can, you know, be able to create uh, payment links and payment invoices for your customers, and they're able to process those payments for you, right? And also settle payments to you or directly to you in your bank account. So. There are a couple of companies, um, like you mentioned, we also have a company that is in a similar line, right? Mm-hmm. And um, uh, any, uh, you're free to go check it out. I'm sure there'll be a link somewhere uh, in the podcast where we'll be able to yeah. go um, take a look at that. So, yeah. Oh, awesome. It's it's really a big challenge, you know, during, during this um, cross-border yeah. payment thing. So, yeah. I'm sure a lot of people are going to jump at this, like... Is this happening? Is it possible? And yes, it's it awesome. Yes, it's it's very awesome that, that we're getting this out now. So there'll be a link, of course. There'll be a link, um, I mean, in the description of this podcast. So if you're listening, just check down. You will see the link. Just check it out. And you will see everything you need to see about how to make all of the payments you want to make, right? So yeah okay thank you so much one more question i want to ask you (laughs) have a company called go nomads right and that is responsible for the whole business expansion thing am i right yes okay yes correct in just few seconds can you just tell us more about your company what you guys do and if there is other things you do apart from what we just talked about maybe we could just hear Mm -hmm. of that now okay awesome so yes i do run go nomad so i'm one of the co-founders at go nomad and it's spelled go and then nomad right Uh so g-o-n-o-m-a-d right so the whole concept was in helping people go borderless right so the nomad the nomad lifestyle is one where you can just pack up and go (laughs) so you can be anywhere right wherever you want to be so I brought that sense right into business. So, like, how can your business be anywhere it wants to be? Yeah. Right. How can your business be 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 nomad, right, in nature? So that's why we call it Go Nomad, right? And uh, if you if you look at the logo, the Go in it has a globe, right, um, icon which represents being anywhere in the world, so going anywhere in the world, right? Yeah. And that is a company that is responsible for helping business owners, entrepreneurs, creatives to take 
the business that they currently have and register that or incorporate that as well, expand that into a different market like the USA, the UK, the UAE today, mm-hmm. right? And we also help them get tax registered in those countries. We also help them set up bank accounts in those countries. We also help them set up payment processors in those countries, mm-hmm. all without having them leave wherever they currently are or having them to travel. Mm-hmm. So you won't be applying for any visas or buying any travel tickets and any of that. The comfort of your home would be able to register your business in the USA or the UK and even the UAE, right? Get you tax registered, set up your bank account, ensure that you have debit cards, um, make sure your payment processes are well set up and get you ready to go, get your international payments engine ready to go, right? Mm. That is what GoNomad does. And the website address is gonomad.africa. So G-O-N-O-M-A-D dot Africa. That is the web address link. And it's, and it's been awesome. We've helped tons of entrepreneurs, tons of companies, right? Be able to expand into different regions and sell into different markets. And it's just an amazing experience. So yes, that is what GoNomad is. That's what GoNomad does today. Mm. And I'm sure we are going to get customers from this podcast. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. <laughs> we will be happy to send you a referral commission. <laughs> yes. <laughs> also, also. Well, thank you so much for for everything, all the amazing things you've shared with us today. Thank you. Yes. I am sure that you have answered questions that are lingering in people's hearts already, like everything taken care of. So. If you're listening and you're wondering, I'm, no, you're no longer wondering. If you're listening, I'm sure, yeah. <laughs> I'm sure you're getting to work already. So, thank you so yes. much, okay. Thank you so much for being on the show. Thank you that we finally did this. <laughs> we did it. <laughs> yes, yes, oh exactly. God. Yeah, it's so good to have you on Pleasure. the show. Yeah. Now, finally, I think I've said finally before. This is finally, finally. <laughs> So if anyone wants to connect with you on Facebook, yes. Instagram, um, what are your social media handles so it's easy for them to connect? Okay, so I am on Instagram at UKEJNR. That is UKEJNR. That is my Instagram handle, more than happy to connect. Okay, awesome. All right. Thank you so much. This is finally, finally, finally. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> All right. Thank have you. a good day. Bye-bye. All right, you too. Okay, people. That was OK Junior with me on the show. And we talked about expanding your business abroad. Now he shared so many things and I'm sure you wrote down. I'm sure you jotted things down. I'm sure you have a a lot of information to work with. But this is the episode you want to listen to over and over again. Okay, people, remember we are back again. This is our third season on the show and we are here, right? So (laughs) this is still the show that seeks to inspire, inform, educate and spur you to cultivate the skills you need to achieve your desired good and success. So this season, we are ready to do all of that for you. And I am sure you are ready to go on this ride with us. My name is Ozema Anyoji, and you have been listening to Rooted and Robust Podcast. Have a good day, everyone. Have an amazing week, and God bless you. Bye.